so you know the the wario 64 guy on twitter yeah yeah so he was tweeting he tweeted something just about i don't know some discount on i, I think they're nba trading cards for characters that you can get in in the new nba game okay and i guess you can get like dark shadow versions of players <laughs> like, <it was laughs> that, like you know what Jordan yeah sure a, like a purple aura michael jordan just like dunking um, yeah. but there but you have to buy loot boxes which are super rare and this person's uh -huh. like i'm so sick of this i've spent four hundred dollars and didn't get the dark or one i was like holy crap four hundred dollars on a character that you can't use in six months when the new game comes out right like none of that ever transfers over so it was it was did you hear about the person and i don't remember which game it was i feel like it was fifa okay there was that one would... of the one of the developers yeah was basically like was basically like black market selling just like you know like guaranteed loot box chances to people holy crap for like hundreds of dollars a pop. Yeah, which means that that's actually a quote unquote good deal. <laughs> yes. It's like, hey, listen, you can spend a thousand dollars in loot boxes and maybe not get the thing you want. Or I can just, you know, nudge, nudge. I got the stuff over here. Yeah, I can I can hook you up for like, you know, what you're selling <laughs> for, for a fraction of the price at a mere four or five hundred dollars. You can have this you can have this fictional version of this real soccer player <laughs> that that is useless when the next game comes out in about three months. Yes. <laughs> well, maybe maybe they maybe they bought it, you know, uh, in october so they had they had nine months to play with it sure that's fine <laughs> that justifies it i think it's yeah no I, I heard about that recently and i was like this is i mean obviously like how many times have we seen this this is this is like black market diablo gear selling <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be fair that was pretty I, I I think it happened more than I knew about it because I didn't quite understand. It. It's like it's like World of Warcraft gold selling all that stuff. Sure, like it's, yeah. it's actually unbelievable how much money mm -hmm. people will spend to have the gold in a game like that. And it's I've I don't get it because the whole point of those games for me was to kind of amass that stuff myself. Like I right. enjoyed it. And, but I kind of become... feel the same way about it, where it's well, like a, a lot of the it's... a lot of the joy of a game is building up your your stuff and finding it. Why do yeah, you like... just want it handed to you? Well, it's, it's and and for me, it's it's hard to. When I realized that was like a, a thing that everybody was doing, I was like, oh, well, this is kind of stupid. Like, I don't want to I don't want to compete with someone that's effectively cheating because they're willing to spend money on something that I'm not. Right. And so it kind of that sort of ruins a bit of the experience in some ways. Uh, it's it's kind of like I don't know. It's like when you're playing a game and you really love this game, and then you're like, oh, I'm gonna try a cheat code out or whatever, or right? Try doing something where you break it. I think it's especially true if you play, um, if you're not super into like big strategy games, like you know, uh, Age of Age of Empires or whatever, yeah, or like yeah, Starcraft. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is fun. I'm having fun. Let me try using cheats, and then all of a sudden, like this is amazing. You're having a great time, and then, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like a second, maybe not a second, but a few hours later, you're like, why am I like, why am I playing this anymore? Like, I'm, I'm either going to go back to playing it without cheats or I'm done. <laughs> like, because yeah. it sort of it can kind of ruin the joy of uh, the joy of playing it because you're just getting everything handed to you immediately. Do you know, do you I know think, what it, I mean? yeah, it's definitely like a it's definitely a your mileage may vary situation. Sure. Of for course, sure. Of course. But 
it is it is very much a situation where um i think that like the cheats are fun the cheats and stuff like that is like those are fun when you've gotten an appreciation for the value of them yeah, or or you just well, want to mess around the... with cheats. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I I love I loved yeah, no, like, the great. flying cars in Grand Theft Auto. Like those those, yeah. those were hilarious cheats, and I was always I was really sad that they got rid of most cheats in uh I think all the cheats were pretty much gone by the time even the Xbox three sixty one came out and then Yeah. Yeah. So GTA four and five, they're all gone. And like that's 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 a bummer. I'm not I'm not saying that I don't like cheats. I just I just meant it in terms of it doesn't it would it doesn't pull me back in to want to play the actual game it just makes me want to mess around with the cheats right right uh, but yeah. yeah to me it's always and and again like i was just having a conversation in in my discord earlier with people about like about speed running oh sure where it's like someone was someone in uh in the community is is really big into no man's sky Oh, that'd okay. Be, yeah. yeah. That'd be Deliria. You can follow her at twitch.tv slash Deliria. I highly <laughs> recommend that. She's great people. <laughs> she is. Um But someone came into her stream and started talking about speedrunning No Man's Sky. What? And she was like, What? And she was talking about how they were like, Oh man, I can't imagine playing casually for for so long. Like, I like the only the only way to play No Man's Sky is to speedrun it. And I'm like, no. Listen, speedrunning is totally valid. I love speedrunning. They're super cool. I've dabbled in a couple of them myself. It's great. But don't come in and act like it's not a super niche, like super specific way of enjoying the game that's not for everybody. <laughs> Let's not pretend that the speedrunning people are the ones that are usually the 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 on the other end of that comment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like usually like speedrunning is a highly, highly, highly specific thing that is super cool and I respect it, but don't act like you're the norm. <laughs> like speedrunning is not the normal way to play. It is highly specific and especially for an exploration and building sandbox game like No Man's Sky. Yeah, it's it's like speedrunning. Okay. So, so there's tiers of speedrunning in my mind where Me too. I, yeah. I enjoy them and I understand them. Like mm -hmm. a, a Mario kind of game. Yep. I, I super understand it. It's like, oh yes. yeah, that, that makes perfect sense to me. Then then you get to the next level where it's sort of like some RPGs I sort of get because the, the technicalities of doing them are interesting, but then they get yeah. to the point where they're a little long and I'm like, you lost me. I, I'll, I'll enjoy watching it at GDQ, but I could never imagine doing this day in and day out as yeah the ff9 speedrun was like nine hours long or something like that <laughs> where, where, where the gdq run requires someone to tag in is where i 100 mm -hmm, percent am mm -hmm. like you, you you might uh you might have an issue <laughs> you go to sleep and you wake up and it's still going yeah, like, was, i do remember seeing somebody doing us doing a 100 percent speed run of animal crossing on gamecube and oh, wow 20 hours of the run was just typing in codes to get all of the items and i was like oh, this is what? not a no. speed run this I'm pretty is sure a typing a competition I think, well it's not even typing it's it's using a controller like it's way worse than typing like i put bet a... you there is a i bet you there is a there's a mode there's there's like a, a subcategory where it's like you can use the the, the, the rare gamecube keyboard yep. peripheral yeah well there is that gamecube it's actually have you ever seen it no 
holy dude 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 it's i thought you were talking about this specifically google i think it will probably be game board or gamecube uh keyboard let me see if it pops up yeah yeah it's, it's freaking awesome i believe it was for fantasy star it was only in japan uh it's <laughs> this doesn't get talked about enough as probably the world's most uncomfortable controller oh um, that's amazing <laughs> But you know what that is? That's a bigger Wii U gamepad, but instead of a screen, it's an entire key. It's an entire QWERTY keyboard. I picture someone using it where they set it on a table and don't actually hold it. Like they they have it on a like a like a tray table, and it's 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 just wide enough where the main the bulk of the controller is resting on it, and then the two ends kind of hang off, and then you just yeah. rest your arms on your chair, yep. and you then you grab the two little handles, and that's that's the only way to play with this controller. I no, want one of those so bad as a kid. <laughs> absolutely makes sense to me, one hundred percent. Yeah, no, yeah, I so was not referencing that specifically. I just assumed they like with almost every console there is some kind of weird keyboard peripheral. So I just kind of assumed it existed, but I didn't realize it existed like this. Yeah, that's that you <laughs> that's that's got to be the most insane keyboard controller combo I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm a fan of it. Apparently I I'm looking through the Google image search results and apparently somebody got it working with the Switch. I did I just saw that actually. Yeah, well it's probably uh, I think there is an adapter for the Wii or the Wii U that lets you plug in GameCube controllers to it. So you yeah, could probably use it's that. It's specific to Smash. Exactly. And you, so yeah, yeah, I, I know. I, I actually own it. I was just kind of talking about it as if I didn't because it was one of those things that I bought and then used once and was like, hmm, I don't really care about playing Smash Brothers without everybody on the sofa anymore. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, so I, I was when, uh, when uh, Brawl came out. Yeah. I was on the, I was on board. Well, no, not Brawl. Brawl, because the Wii actually natively supported GameCube controllers. Correct, yeah. So I guess, yeah, the Wii U one was the one where they introduced, like, here is a GameCube controller adapter for people who, you know, for people for whom this is the control style. And I was like, at the time, I was like, I would much rather play Smash on a GameCube controller than the Wii U gamepad. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I bought it. I couldn't, I couldn't. Resist so I totally it. bought it and now still have it. And it still works with the, with the switch version with, uh, with ultimate, but I actually just use the, I actually just use the pro controller for ultimate and it's fine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's so still there, but now it's kind of just like, Hey, I guess like we, you, you know what, you know, when I actually used it, um, because it's just two USB ports, right? Yeah, yep. So you know USB what else ports. it works with is the computer. Dude, See? I actually didn't ever think about that. Holy crap. I play Duh. I played Luigi's Mansion on a GameCube controller. Whoa. On uh when that I That means we could play GameCube games. Because I, I really enjoy playing old games, but I like using the controller that was intended. Mm -hmm. And I don't I haven't bought like a I mean, it's maybe fifteen years ago or something, I purchased uh one of those USB that works for 64 PlayStation. Oh yeah. 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 Saturn and something else. Um, and it was cool, but I don't even know if it works anymore. Also, I don't yeah, know if you, is. if you have that, <laughs> you absolutely can plug that into your PC. And I, I think you have to download a plugin because your PC doesn't like natively actually know what it is. Right. But there's a thing you can download and then it's like, yeah, with, with these emulators, uh, I think I was sick. using dolphin specifically. Um, 
I would it'll just be like, actually. hey, do you have a do you have a GameCube controller plugged in through the through the Smash peripheral? Right. Okay, yeah, we see it. It it works. It works. So you can, you can true. do that. Yeah, we I I own Billy Hatcher and I've played through a decent chunk of it, but I never finished it. That that would be a fun game for us to play someday on this lovely podcast. I uh I continue to be impressed with your willingness to give non-Sonic Sonic Team games <laughs> the benefit Before of the doubt. Had such a good track record of, of Sonic Team games on this podcast. Hey, Rystar was good. <laughs> I know, like I said, what an excellent an excellent example of Sonic Team's wonderful game-making abilities. Sonic and Team's not- wonderful non-Sonic output. Rystar, which I actually liked quite a bit, but I, I you were more middling on it. I was just I, I didn't think it was bad. I just didn't I didn't get super excited. Yeah, but then I mean it's that and Knights are the non Sonic Sonic Team games. So I promised I wouldn't talk about that game, so I won't. Right? Okay. Hey, what what game are we supposed to talk about? Like, I mean, we don't have to talk about it yet. We can, but. Well, actually, let's I... start with welcoming everyone to the retro oh, breakdown, right? <laughs> the podcast where we go on about whatever video game stuff we feel like for like an hour and then talk about an old game <laughs> or sometimes a newer game. I mean, last I Mario Galaxy is only like 15 years old. So, oh, God, that's actually more. <laughs> now that I said it out loud, that's more than it feels like it should be. Yeah, it is like 15. You know, I felt I felt a little bit bad when we were done with the podcast because because we uh, dunked on mario galaxy like the entire time and just complained about what we didn't like about it when 90 percent of it was actually great yeah like so so you know you know how they had those 35 um 35th anniversary pins on the nintendo shop if you yeah if you like played the dumb missions and then bought the games and stuff so so i i did that and i got my pins for the uh the most like the last one which included mario galaxy i was like man the loom is cute and then some, then i heard the music i don't know why i was doing something i think i was listening to oc like the oc remix the rain wave station where it just like plays oc remix like a radio station yeah um and mario galaxy song came out i was like man this music's so good and i was like mm-hmm. dang it we just we just spent an entire podcast talking about how much this game wasn't that uh it wasn't what i wanted and then afterwards i'm like yeah this game is pretty cool <laughs> yeah it's so weird like when you put on the understand. when you put on the critical glasses yeah right like you take something and i think expectations factor into it so much yeah that's what that's what it was for me like expectations just this is were, were this high. is a podcast where i defended action man mm-hmm. and then dunked on mario <laughs> galaxy <laughs> and it's and it's entirely based on like was this game better or worse than you expected? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's, and that's there's, really kind of a flawed way to go into it. But like expectations are important. Hype matters. In 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 no world, well, am I ever <laughs> suggesting you play Action Man instead of Mario Galaxy? Right, 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 right. No, no matter your age or your interests. There is never a time where I would say, no, I don't think you should play that. You should play Action Man. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, but so it like, is sort of Mario, just like a like, funny thing. I went into Mario Galaxy with the expectation that it was like <laughs> the the 
the series defining Mario game that has yet to be surpassed. Yeah. And it's not. It's like no. maybe the third or fourth best. Yeah, it's it's good, but that's Which that's... is which in the Mario canon is really freaking good. <laughs> yeah. Like really good. Like that's that's like top 50 all time like the fourth third or fourth best Mario game is like top 50 all games. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I would it's it, when when you make lists of best games, it's yeah. it's really hard and games like Mario. So if I was making a list of my like 50 favorite games or something, mm-hmm. Mario Galaxy probably wouldn't make it in my list only because it's similar to other Mario games that I love more than it, right? Uh, but yeah. It's such an impossible it's it's not impossible. I mean, it's just such a it's such a silly idea to then take that as any kind of criticism towards a game that you like right like right 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 because it has nothing to do with the it is one person's subjective opinion well and it's not even it's not even like i'm saying the game is bad it's just that it's like okay i can take 50 games with me and then that's the last 50 games i ever get to play right do do you know what i mean if i I have for a lot of people if for a lot of people that would be like one of those games would be minecraft because you can just play minecraft forever and if you're the type of person who can play a game forever and never get tired of it, that's a great game to do that with. But I wouldn't take Minecraft. Right. Yeah. I might if if I had 50, I might take Minecraft just as like a I need something to do to my to, to numb my mind because I've been trapped in this weird uh, <laughs> this 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 weird purgatory for 20 years. And I need something different that can last me a thousand hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I've actually never played Minecraft, so I don't, I don't know. Never? Never. So my oh, friend bought okay. it when it first came out, when it was like, pay $15 and get Minecraft forever, $10 or whatever it was, like from his website personally before it became a thing. Oh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Where there was only building. Yeah. Like there was no piggies. or I mean, Maybe there was a piggy or a cow or whatever. I don't know. No, like, like original, like browser based Minecraft is a very, very different animal from what the crazy stuff it is right now. Oh, yeah. I've seen what people can do now, but I, I, I've I, never played it. And I watched him play a bit of X like, hey, this game is really neat. Check it out. I think you'll like it. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. I don't really want to build stuff in 3D, though. So I'm going to pass. It just it just wasn't interesting to me. And I never played it again. You were playing it one time when I was over at your house. Yeah, because you were doing a four player thing and that looked cool i think i would like that there like i have had fun experiences with it in the past it's just you know i have my hundred hour threshold right yeah which is not like an official thing it's just something that i've noticed about myself where it's like once i have played a game a certain amount i really don't like i i get to a point where i feel like i've done everything that i can do in this game and there's really very little point in continuing sure and I hit that point with Minecraft like seven years ago. And I know there's a I know there's like a bunch of new stuff in it. But ultimately, the gameplay loop is going to be the same. And I don't really get a whole lot out of like building other things because ultimately it's still gather stuff, build stuff, gather stuff, build stuff. And with that being the with that being the core, with that being the core gameplay loop like adding more stuff that you can build or more materials that you can mine does not change that core gameplay loop it just makes it bigger sure but i am looking for like a completely different gameplay loop once i've had enough of it 
And no, that's why that. that's why none of the new stuff has really pulled me back in because it's like I don't it doesn't matter to me that you can make something that you couldn't make before. I didn't make everything that was available the first time through. Sure. Yeah, I mean it's sort of the same reason why you don't um you you may not like uh really get into Harvest Moon or those kinds of games cuz mm. the the core gameplay loop is literally do the same thing every day. Yeah. <laughs> a Monster Hunter I played and really, really liked for like a couple of months. And then I got to like end game content where it's like, okay, now do this mission eight times in a row so that you can get, uh, so that you can get the, the materials that you need for this equipment set, which will then allow you to take on this mission that you can do eight to 10 times. I freaking love monster hunter. I really, really enjoyed that game for the time that I played it and then just never wanted to touch it again. Nope. I am. I am. I am very much contemplating buying Rise in. I hear Rise is like everyone who's touched the demo is like Rise is really good. Dude, it's so good. And okay, now some people are a little bent because they made the hunting horn much easier to play before you had to do kind of like a string of combos and you had to memorize them and they changed per hunting horn and it was. It I sounded remember. awesome to me in theory. I, I, I played and I played enough to oh, okay. like to like know how the hunting horn works. Well, and now yeah, it's freaking it, awesome. Yeah. So the hunting horn, you use Y, X or R2 and you press each of those. Bu- you just press it one layer twice. And that's 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 a tune. So it's basically just like playing. Uh, it's it's just like playing the the game normally now. You don't have to do something weird, and you're constantly buffing yourself and your party. And it's just so satisfying. Also, it does a ton of damage. I think it's actually broken right now. I don't know if it's because they changed it and they wanted to make it like exciting. But I mean, I suppose all of Monster Hunter is almost always broken. Mm. <laughs> like that's kind of the allure of of Monster Hunter is that, that is once true. you know how to play the game, you can you can obliterate stuff that was killing you. You know, it took you thirty minutes to kill a boss, and now you're like, you're 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 half asleep and one eye's closed, and yeah, like I no I distinctly deal. remember, like the feeling of like that first the first fight in World where it's like, oh man, this great Jagras looks really intimidating. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like that's pretty tough, and then like, <laughs> cut to like twenty or thirty hours later, and it's like, yeah, okay, <laughs> um, it's just like fodder. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the equivalent of what the 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 non named jaggies look like. Yeah, when it first starts, like it's just a little little tiny baby raptor, a little little uh, what did they call those in Jurassic Park compies or something like that? Um, and and uh, and and you just don't care anymore. But that's that's sort of the the love of it. And ever since they got rid of the underwater segments from Monster Hunter Three, mm-hmm. I've been so much happier. The the water stuff sucked. Yeah, it was too slow and it felt awkward. Like. It's already it's already a slow kind of game to dodge and roll and things. It was much worse underwater. <laughs> yep. Yep. I I didn't I I feel like I played it for a little bit, but like long enough to do the underwater stuff and I was like, "Oh, this isn't fun." Yeah, th- 3 was my first real Monster Hunter experience. I had a cousin who had one or two on PS2 and I played a little bit and I was like, eh, I don't know, it's not for me. And mm-hmm. then it came out on the Wii and I was like, oh my God, I'm in love with this. This is awesome. I bought yeah. a Wii keyboard. Actually, I, I used my Wii keyboard on my Switch, but the Wii keyboard was so I could, uh, you know, chat with people while we're mm-hmm. hunting because obviously Nintendo doesn't allow for people to communicate in an online game because why, why would you want something like that? That seems right, way right. too convenient. Um. But that game was awesome. 
Yeah, I, I, I think it was. What was the one for Wii U? Was it Try? Yeah, it was just a remake. Or no, of three. three Ultimate. Yeah, it was basically just the remake of of not remake, but like the re-release of three with the new monsters and I think like I don't know if that's where they added G rank or the ultra ranks of stuff. I don't remember. Right, right. But th- they released it simultaneously on that and the the DS. <clears throat> Excuse me, the 3DS. Right, right, right. Yeah, I had the. I think I had three ultimate. Uh, hang on, I will turn around and look at my shelf because it's still there. <laughs> like it's right behind me. Three ultimate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I played that for probably five hours and just didn't get it. <laughs> but like, but I played it for long enough to get underwater, and I was like, "This uh, feels bad. That's <laughs> not great." And then I was like, "Maybe Monster Hunter is not for me. I don't really get it." But then World came out, and I was like, "No, I get it. Yeah, Monster I, compl- Hunter I totally the- understand the allure of this. I totally understand why this is a thing." And I was into it right up until it was like, okay, now now go fight the shiny reinforced level up version of this thing you fought a bunch of times before. I mean, I'll be honest, I've I usually tap out once I get to the the ultra endgame stuff of Monster Hunter. Yeah. I, I have fun. And that's basically like I beat the game, I got credits, and then I played, you know, I played a little bit longer to get a couple of gear sets that I liked, and I was like, this cool. Done. Yeah, I I, I, I did a little bit and more still than that, look cause... back on it. Still look back on it very fondly. Mm-hmm. I don't. I usually. So I played World a lot. I tried to get all the gold crowns and mini mm. crowns of everybody. I'm missing a few of the ancient dragons or whatever they're called. I don't know. But otherwise, I have everything in that game. Like I don't mind. I don't mind the repetition. The the repetition of doing the same fights over and over again. Like that's that's fine to me. Maybe that's sure. just the Diablo or the MMO part of me. Sure. Um, There's definitely a, I mean, it is definitely a gameplay loop that satisfies a lot of people. I consider myself to be in the minority as someone who doesn't really get anything out of that. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's not that I'm saying, like, you know, you're bad and you should feel bad if you like that gameplay loop. It just hasn't ever really worked for me, but it works for a lot of people. I know this. We've talked about how you don't like the the gear treadmill. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not fun for you. You want a new experience. You don't want to get, you don't want to get... You don't want to get marginally better gear for a game that then will just force you to get marginally better gear again. <laughs> right. Like when when the only when the only benefit of the gear is more gear, then like eventually I'm like the amount of time that it's going to take me, the amount of time that it would take me to like grind out this marginally better kind of cool looking set of gear in this game by doing things that are kind of boring to me. Mm hmm. The with that time, I could literally start and finish an entirely different video game easily. Yeah. Yeah. When 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 you're playing something like like World of Warcraft, and you're like, oh, man, I just got to do this dungeon a couple times. Hopefully I'll get the drop I want. Or you're going to do raids every week for months to get something. And and, and you're like, yeah, it's not that big a deal. Every, everybody's doing it. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, then, and then you think about how much time you spent playing and you're like, oh, yeah, I actually could have completed the entire Final Fantasy series in the time it took me to get to level 40. <laughs> like, like the the average playtime to get to max level in World of Warcraft Classic for someone that's never played the game is probably 20 days played or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 20 days. Yeah, that's, yeah. You, yeah. You, could, you could easily go through every Final Fantasy in that amount of time. <laughs> I mean, I'm... I'm... 
I'll open up my my Steam library because this is always a this is always a funny thing. Um, I've now played Sekiro like three times. Well, yeah, um, but you've been doing the randomizer, which yeah, I finished it last weekend. God, that was a lot of fun. Like, are you gonna do it again? Or are you happy being just like one time? I will do it again eventually. I think it was a lot of fun, but it's not like doing a Zelda randomizer where I can do like two in one stream. It took me all week. Well, not only that, you also have to fight. Uh, you you well, you have the potential of having to fight certain kind of run killing bosses <laughs> early. Like yeah, there's there is the possibility that you're going to run into. Uh, the, the the early game hate or whatever it was yeah early game bosses or late game bosses with early game equipment which is not an easy thing to do but you know people do like no upgrade damageless runs in this game so nothing's impossible it does make the game harder <laughs> impossible but... when, when you're talking about speedrunners is a it's a it's suggestion a term yes it's a suggestion <laughs> impossible is a suggestion because you're right, it's not impossible, but it's also not like like when when you see some of the things that people are doing in those kinds of games when it comes to speedrunning, it's just mind blowing, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah sure, absolutely. you could do it, but do you really? You want could to do, do it, it if you really, really wanted to spend the next six months of your life practicing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If if that's if that's what that sounds like fun to you. Honestly, this is the reason why I haven't really gotten into um is the reason why I haven't really gotten into uh speedrunning in a really uh like super serious. Yeah, in a really super serious way is just because I'm just like no. I I eventually I burn out. I just like it's the reason I stopped playing uh Yeah, you were you It's were the reason I stopped of... playing Zelda consistently cuz I was just like I I've gone as far as i can in this without getting to the point where i'm spending 15 hours on practicing one trick in one room right and that's the part of speedrunning that really does not appeal to me at all so I mean, well that's I, that's actually I'm when i that's out. sort of my like complete disconnect of speedrunning is mm -hmm. i don't know how it's it's that moment where that guy was like how could anyone play this game casually i have that that feeling whenever I think about speedrunning, it's like, yeah, I, pr I had to practice this this single jump for 40 or 50 hours right, right. to get it right 50% of the time. I'm sort of, I mean, for for me, that just, that sounds, that sounds crazy. Like, like right, that sounds right. totally miserable and an awful experience. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it, you know, I, I got in, the, the closest I got to like a real, real speedrun experience was with Link to the Past randomizer specifically yeah and and patchless uh <laughs> undermine that's true yeah that's true <laughs> but that was that was kind of different because like for for link to the past like it's established like all of true. the tricks and stuff are just like that stuff's already there and there's documentation and even like a even like a trainer rom for like setting up certain scenarios so that you are can you practice serious? them over yeah yeah, Holy it's crap. it's super cool. There's a ROM hack that literally lets you just like you can set yourself in whatever room you want with however much health you want, whatever items you want and just like just practice. Just set up whatever scenario you want at whatever point in the game you want and just practice a thing hmm. over and over and over. It's super that's, cool. That's wild. It's super cool. Um and I've I used it a couple times, but like 
mostly i think i've used it mostly to practice like the the ice palace bomb jump yeah i was gonna, like actually that's big trick. for some reason that's what came to my mind first that's funny it's kind of like the it's kind of like the trick in mm-hmm. uh in link to the past like that's kind of like the big one it's mm, that okay. and um and then there's a very specific way to get like a, a super quick kill on cold stair in the ice palace mm-hmm. and i practiced that a bit and never really got it Ah, okay. And it was, that's the closest I really got to putting in the time to actually learn and get good at something. Sure. And I didn't like it that much. So that's kind of when I, that's kind of where I hit that point where I was like, maybe I just don't have the patience for this. Mm-hmm. And that's why blind running on Cusa Grande, where it's like, hey, figure this game out quickly and have no, no time knowledge. To... Yeah. And, and just like, and then you don't like you, not only is it not important to practice, you literally can't. Right. So you can just play and just do as well as you can in one go through, which is like kind of perfect for me. Yeah. I I think that's, that's, it's like the, the ideal way for you to experience the, the rush of speed running without. Any of without the, any just, of the work, without any of the, <laughs> any of the build work. Yeah. Yeah. it really is. It's kind of great, and and then you get to you get to uh, <laughs> you get to talk about how much you oh this game's terrible. I can't wait to play it for twenty hours on my own stream. <laughs> yep, I need to get back into that. I've Sekiro like took everything else off the schedule. I was doing the uh, I was doing the whole like playthrough of uh, all of my Kusa 5 games and I left off after Captain Silver. Yeah, with Which good, in I mean, fairness, you know Captain Silver took a lot out of me, so Maybe that's the game that broke you. I, I, my, my favorite part of that was when you're like, "Okay, I beat the game." Then it was like, "Just kidding." And I I knew that was coming and I was just waiting for you to be either fine, let's dig in or nope, I'm done. <laughs> I can't believe they I can't believe they super ghouls and ghosted me. Oh yeah, for sure. Like the actual, the actual gall of them saying like, the princess is in another castle. Your princess is in another another castle. Do all of those stages over again. Yeah, it was great. Like, get out. It was great. God, what an awful game. I am planning to schedule myself for a match next weekend for Kusa 6. Next weekend. Okay, so it's after this podcast is live. Or yeah. Before. There's not that much time. Like, we're actually recording on Monday, so the podcast is out tomorrow. Oh, that's right. I forgot. So, Our week is my... my my. <laughs> we're so used to recording beforehand. Like, way yeah, beforehand. That's true. We've, we've been recording kind of late, quote-unquote, the last couple of weeks, and I just haven't been remembering it, because for a while we were doing everything up ahead. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yep. So, so if you're listening to this, catch catch Kuso. Hopefully, right? That's what that's that's the that's the goal. Yeah. Then, like, I basically I'm gonna sign up for matches. It doesn't mean that I'm going to necessarily be scheduled. Oh, but why not? Well, because there's a there's only so many matches each weekend. Sure. And, um, like I will get scheduled eventually. I may not get scheduled this weekend. Right. Right. That's right. what I'm saying. Because, like, basically. There are more people signed up for matches each week than there are actual spots. Mm, okay. So it's kind of a it's kind of a draw when, you know, you have 60 people sign up but there's only, you know, 30 slots. Right. 
But eventually, everybody has to have their round one match. So, like, eventually, like, if I don't get scheduled this weekend, it'll probably be next. Okay. But I don't really have control over that. All I have control over is, like, going in and saying, like, okay, yeah, I'm good for this weekend. So I'm going to do that, and I will either be on a match this weekend, or they will take other people, and I will jump in the next week or the week after. <laughs> that's that's right. Very matter of fact. <laughs> I'll either be playing or I won't. I mean, I will be playing eventually. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to be because I don't have I don't have control over the scheduling. They basically, keep the they keep the scheduling open and it's basically like round 1 runs like there's matches every weekend for like a month and a half. Mhm. So you can sign up when you're available and you can you sign up when you're available and you don't when you're not. And then they from the people who sign up and say I'm available, they take four people for each time slot and then everyone else just goes back into the pool and waits for their next for the next weekend. Yeah, that makes sense. So there have been three weekends full of matches out of what I assume will be probably six or seven. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to sign up this weekend. And if I get pulled out of the if I get pulled out of the pile, then I'll have a match. And otherwise, it'll be later. So if you're interested in hearing this, if you're actually listening to this when it happens, make sure to follow follow Dean on uh, on Twitter, because I'm sure he'll tweet about it. I will. Yeah. That'll be that's in the description, but I'm uh, I'm still at uh, at Time Wanderer 33 on Twitter. Eventually, I mean, we'll... we didn't introduce our podcast. I don't think did we or did we? We did. And then we started talking about how we dunked on Mario Galaxy. Ah, that's right. That's right. But we didn't introduce ourselves. That's fine. It's too late. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> we, we should we should make a note of when we actually inter- or start the podcast the way that like is technically the right way to start a podcast uh just just for our own self like keep a little tally next to our our schedule of games that we have and be like hey we did this this one right so far i think we're probably at like two i i think it's more like five we've done a lot of podcasts but it's it's definitely like enough to count on one hand it's, i was gonna say it's not my one hand would do <laughs> Like I need the, I need the calendar on the wall. That's like it has been it has been zero days <laughs> yeah. since we forgot to introduce the podcast at the beginning. <laughs> like obviously, you know the pod. Well, maybe not because maybe it's some some weird autoplay thing, or you download a batch or whatever it is. I don't know. So you don't actually know what's coming next. Because on on the one hand, it seems sort of silly. It's not like it's a radio station where oh who who are these people chatting? Let's make sure we introduce the the next people or whatever mm-hmm. right because more than more than likely you you downloaded this on purpose or, or press play on purpose right so you sort of already know what the title is but perhaps introducing ourselves is useful i don't know but maybe that doesn't really matter either <laughs> i'm dean i go by time wanderer i stream at twitch.tv slash time wanderer but if you want to watch Cusa grande you actually want to watch that at twitch.tv slash percentia who is not me but he runs the Cusa grande tournament that i participate in yeah, and that's all that really matters, because you're the one that has the social footprint online. <laughs> hey, you matter. Oh, no, no, I matter as a person, absolutely. But 
I don't care if anyone ever sees my Twitter. That's fair. <laughs> it's it's literally just so I have a fun timeline memory of games that I've played. It is kind of cool. Like it's almost like it's almost like for posterity. I yeah, like that, it. that's actually the the only reason I do it is because I play something and I take or there's a funny photo from something. It's like oh, I gotta gotta do this one. I, my 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 most I think the one that I enjoy the most was the Yakuza two Kiwami two one where it's the oil baron comes at the cabaret club and you have to mash the button to to get him to throw money into the air. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm using the two like dumb DLC characters where they have oranges for heads, which I think for, are from Yakuza Six initially or whatever the the mascot of some shop or something. I don't know, um, but they put them in Kiwami too as as a joke, uh, and it's just it's just fun to think about Yakuza being a serious crime drama when there's also this. <laughs> yeah, like Yakuza is a serious crime drama is like the running gag every time yeah. something happens. It's like yeah, okay. <laughs> it's just like the tone of the main story versus everything else in those games is completely inconsistent and that's honestly one of its greatest charms hey so just really quick we, yeah. we've played through like four or five chapters of yakuza 3 now yeah and i, I i'm actually i i don't know why i think it's just because i like slice of life life anime a lot are you uh, into are you into running the orphanage I, th- I think it's a, I think it's kind of a fun little thing. Like it's cute. It's different. Is yeah. would I want this to last for a whole game? No. But the fact, and of course, I'm in a unique position, knowing that there's way more games to play and that they don't take place like this. Like they go back to sort of being the the typical kind of um, Yakuza fair. And I know there is some other things like in the wilderness and all that kind of stuff. But so I'm sort of in a unique position to just enjoy this part of it because i know that's going to go to something different later yeah um yeah but yeah no i'm 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 enjoying i'm enjoying it, it quite a bit actually it really <laughs> does feel like they took yakuza 3 and they were like kiryu has been kind of a stoic hard ass for two mm-hmm. whole games we need to spend some time like actually humanizing him mm-hmm. especially if you look at just what he's gone through in like the main story everything that has him being like even slightly compassionate is like is really kind of like sidelined in the first two side stories aside yeah if you don't include any of those that's what i'm saying it's been Mm sidelined it's like it's there but it's it's there but it's like it's missable yeah and this this orphanage stuff is on like the main path line you like you you have to see this side of kiryu and it's I think the whole point of it is like he really doesn't want to be involved in this anymore. He's living the life that he wants to live, dealing with his with the yeah. you know, the kids and his I and think the he drama still likes it a little bit since he does put his foot <laughs> maybe where he can't help himself. Like, hey, these people are having problems. I'll solve it. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I have to solve all of the problems. He's still an absolute busybody who was like, all right, who do I need to punch to make this prop to make this problem go away? How, how do I fix this problem with my fists? Damn it. I, uh, I heard, um, I, I read it. I don't know if it was like a tweet or if I heard someone talking about it or something, but it's it stuck. And I, I can't credit it properly cause it's really good. But I basically heard something recently that was, um, that said, like, it's easiest to think of the Yakuza franchise if you think of Kiryu as being like a Jojo protagonist and he has a stand and the stand's power is the ability to punch common sense into people. 
Yeah. Because that's basically how every that's basically how every altercation goes is like someone is someone's on some bullshit and Kiryu beats them up and they're like, yeah, man, I guess that was stupid. I mean, one of one of the side quests in the game was like was was uh, someone was being, you know, hustled for his because he, he, he took a loan out and now they want more money back and Kiryu finds right. it. And then the guy's like, oh, man. You you don't even have to fight him this time. He's just like, oh, I love I love uh, I love sake. Let's just you know don't don't borrow money from thugs like me in the future. <laughs> right? Yep. Like, and so it's it's just this really fun um, <laughs> just the way that the way that Kiryu solves problems is always either through through some insane turn of of events where where someone like completely changes their outlook or he punches them super hard. Yep. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, that's where it goes. Hey, you want to talk about wild guns? Oh man, do I ever <laughs> like wild guns that kind of got caught in my, it came kind of came out wild. like wall, wall guns. Want to talk about wild guns? Wild, wild guns. <laughs> wild guns. Yeah, dude. Wild guns. Radical. Wild guns is pretty freaking cool. Uh, this is like I'm more I've been more excited to like talk about this on the podcast than anything else that we've done in like probably a good solid month. Yeah, well, yeah, this is this was this was a whole new experience for me. I had never even played it before. So, yeah, I, I've touched it before, but like this is the first time I really sat down and played it all the way through and just mm -hmm. like, yeah, let's take a word from our sponsors and get into that. Let's do it. Yeah, we're not we're not breaking the law here. We're not breaking the world. Kawase. Kawase. <laughs> <laughs> wild guns or it's breaking the law isn't it not rules he does say breaking the rule in in like later, later in the in the chorus yeah. dude wild guns we're ready for a root and toot and good time here yo wild guns like let's, let's just let's just ass. let's get let's cut the the tension right up front and be like this game was freaking rad it's so like, cool i love it it's really hard but it's super super fun like i i can't think of a of another game and it's that it doesn't it's not to say they don't exist i'm sure there's a bunch but like i can't think of another game that's quite like this no uh, apparently it's based on arcade um i think there are arcade games uh, blood brothers and dynamite duke dynamite um, which I guess are All sort right. of similar. Uh, they're sort of similar types of games. I'm not sure. The okay. box art for Dynamite Duke in America on the Genesis version is. <laughs> it's that great. <laughs> I, you know what? Yeah, you can't like you can't even use your words. So I'm going to I'm going to just, just look at it's it. what you'd expect from early 90s. We don't know how to. Yeah, no, that's Americans. about right. <laughs> that's. That's worse than I expected, actually. <laughs> it's so terrible. It's really terrible. It doesn't even it looks like a bad Photoshop job of what the original cover should have been, where they just like used MS Paint to erase the image inside the white box and then just put their uncle in a uh like in a a, a black beret and gave him a plastic gun and that that was it. The gun doesn't look the gun and the hand both look added, like photoshopped in in post. Oh yeah, you're right. They do. Like they you're do totally not look right. like they are in that original picture. That looks like a that looks like a <laughs> dude who is like who's like mean mugging, 
but he's like not really mean mugging in like a way that's where he's supposed to be actually scary. It's, it's like, like he's funny. trying to be he's trying to be scary in a kids movie. I was about to say he's like the mafia guy in a kids movie. That's exactly what I was thinking where they do the like the hyper exaggerated frown. Yeah. You know, that's what like the, the overweight mafia man would look like. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, fact, I'm a mean man. Yeah. Well, the best part is everything's shaded black except for just a tiny bit of the 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 coat so this has nothing to do with wild guns um well i mean apparently, apparently it does if it's a similar type of game but like i guess it's what they based it off of uh for wild guns i like and, to and think that Road. this is better but like the whole nature like the whole idea behind wild guns is it 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 functions mostly as like a light gun shooter yeah without and it, it, okay so this is going to sound weird because it's a light gun shooter worth where you use a d-pad to control it but it actually controls super duper well like i did not way I not better than it should it. yeah I, I was not annoyed at all and i thought i was going to be um, considering you have to control a light gun shooter cursor on the screen with a d-pad and also a character yeah and, and with so the when same you, buttons yeah but it works so well why does it work so well i don't know and it's it's, it's crazy it's it's so smooth and the music I, I i don't know it just feels good everything feels about good. it feels great <laughs> like the like, weird like wild wild west steampunk western like aesthetic like everything's like weird everything's weird robots yeah it's some it's some sci-fi steampunk yeah. wild west america i don't know it's 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 incredibly good time everything you know what's even more insane <laughs> It was made by three people. Yeah. Like, so Natsume was, they were, they, they, they were, they were, uh, tasked with making a game quickly and cheaply. The whole game was, was made in like five months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. That it's, I mean, it's short. Well, sure. So you can, so you can sort of tell that it's sort of like lacking for content in that way. Like That's you, have, you have your introductory right. stage. You've got like four, you've got the four, like selectable mega man choose stages your, choose your route sort of yeah yeah and then you have the final stage the train so stage music's good so there's six stages total they're all relatively <laughs> short i got through that whole game in like an hour admittedly save safe a little bit yeah save states but i tried to i tried to make it limited where it's like i have to get through each section legit at least yeah rather than like just save load Rewinding save load time. every time i get hit Mm -hmm. no it's, it's it's a game that's difficult but it's doable and it's mostly mm -hmm. difficult just because you have to learn to pay attention to a lot of things yeah there's there, there a, are some moments where you're all of a sudden like oh god i'm so overwhelmed i'm scared <laughs> it is it is a very similar experience to playing a bullet hell game yeah yeah, yeah where it it's is. like there is a and not that it is necessarily bullet hell the the, no, the strategies not. are the strategies are different but the same type of like you have to watch where you're shooting but also what's coming at you Mm -hmm. And like, just sort of focus your eyes in just the right way where you can kind of get a feel for where things are. And yeah, it really is a really, feel. It's really true when you're fighting a boss that has a pattern and you want to like mm -hmm. shoot something else where you kind of know, okay, I'm going to move after this, but I want to aim for this other thing, right? Like, so you, you're not looking exactly at your feet, but you know, it's going to happen when it, when you see yep. another animation play. It was mm -hmm. just, uh, I loved, I I loved playing this game. It felt so good. It feels really, really good. It's, it's, you get to, the more you play it, you actually get a feel for what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's almost, it almost becomes an instinct. Yeah. Like, also, and I love when games do that. It's, it's an interesting way to, so, so the enemies in the background, 
they they shoot at you, but they mm -hmm. don't necessarily hit your plane. If so, you can dodge basically, right? Yes. Uh, and you got a you, sick dodge roll. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's what I was gonna say. So Annie, the girl, there's there's the guy and the girl. Annie is apparently a little bit easier than the guy because Annie's faster. She has a shorter roll, but she's oh, much faster. Okay. Because the guy has a longer roll, but it's slower. So. By Interesting. Virtue of that, it makes Annie slightly easier to play. Okay. By popular opinion. I did not realize there would even be a difference between the two. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. She I didn't try too. I, I didn't think. try Clint because I saw Annie and I was like, "Hell yeah, let's go." <laughs> yeah. I, I I always I always uh gravitate towards the 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 big dumb buff guy because it always makes me laugh. Like it just is like a fun. I don't know. I like the barbarian in Diablo. It always it was, it was sure. just sort of the the. I don't know. Maybe it's probably just the male power fantasy. Who knows? <laughs> sure. Why not? There's something I, fun about like being the Goku, I, I guess. You know, that's what it is. It's, go it, it's actually the Goku, uh, the, 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 the wanting to be the Super Saiyan person. <laughs> sure. That's fine. That's fine. I, I gravitate in like the complete opposite direction. Mm -hmm. I am like, I tend to gravitate towards, uh, playing girl characters okay. because a I just kind of feel like there's something really cool about like the girl action like this the cool strong like female like action lady yeah I like yeah no I like that too like that's a that's a cool look for me but mm -hmm. also um in video game parlance girl usually means speed and speed good true that is true yeah, Blaze is Blaze was a, a fun character. Yep. I guess technically Skate in two was way faster, but he had rollerblades on, so that should be expected. <laughs> yeah. Also, like Skate was like almost too fast. The <laughs> yeah. too the, it, you can be too fast, too fast, too furious. Yeah, we learned that in uh, uh, Fantasy Zone. Yes, you can absolutely be too fast. Yep. <laughs> Way too like upgrade your speed twice. Now you can't control yourself. <laughs> There's still more to go. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, so you can you can if you press the jump button, mm -hmm. you jump. If you're shooting and then you press the jump and you press a directional button, you'll do this kind of tumble roll out of the way. And yep. you can actually double jump too, and you can change like so if you jump to the left, you can jump and then jump kind of to the right a bit. Man, so that game stop. did not need a double jump, but it's there and it's great. Yeah, it totally didn't need it, but I loved it. <laughs> it's it's like there it doesn't even like there's no point in the game where you actually require it. It's just it, it like it's there's no platforming. You walk well, left no, and right really on a cool. stage. Because one time I jumped to the right, realized I was going to get hit by dynamite and I kind of stopped my jump. So it like, yeah, let me hold my momentum. It was, yeah. it was such a nice mechanic to add in. It is just like they could absolutely have released this game without that mechanic and it would have been fine. Yeah, you would. But have it noticed. is an extra movement thing that makes the game that much better. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and the guns are fun. Yep. Except well, for the, the ones that the work. Toy gun. Yeah. <laughs> the the pea gun. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's supposed to be. I suppose. I think it's supposed to mean pop gun. Yes, that's that's what I was thinking too. Because it's supposed to be sort of like that, you know, um, kids playing with toy guns kind of thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it even like the sound effects on it are even good. Because it actually, mm -hmm. it does, it has have that sound effect of like, poo, 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 poo. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. And and then you get the, what, what, if you, if you, 
if you get like super, or if you fill that bar up, I still don't really know exactly how it happens. The Vulcan thing, the Vulcan, yeah, thing, you, get the, you get the you get the freaking chain the super gun, gun, and you're invincible. Yeah, <laughs> what? Like it's it's so sick. It's ridiculous, man. I don't know. I also never actually figured out how that bar fills up. I don't know. I think it's just murdering and staying alive. It, it probably is. It's like a combo meter. It's yeah. probably just score. Something like that. Because score also gives you extra lives and stuff. Yes. And, oh, and then you have, you have of course, the screen clearing dynamite. Which oh. I actually used. Yeah, me too. I never use the screen clearing things because they're limited. Yeah, you, but might it, need, like, you might need them for the credits or something. <laughs> but in this case, it was like, no, I'm feeling overwhelmed. I need to like... Because there's a very clear, every stage has a very clear um, order that everything comes out in. Like the enemies, the enemies come out in a particular order and you're supposed to like, you're supposed to hit them in that order so that you can like sort of keep your cursor moving. Like it's it's designed really, really smoothly so that like if you're, if you're doing optimal play, it probably looks freaking incredible. Oh yeah, that's true. But the, uh, like, there are some moments where, like, I, not playing optimally, hit a point where I'm like, okay, this guy came out, then this guy came out, then this guy came out. I whiffed all those shots. Now they're all shooting at me and I'm feeling overwhelmed. So <laughs> dodge out of the way and just use the screen clear and just kind of reset the stage. It, there's a very clear and obvious and good feeling place to use those, like, bailout bombs. Yeah. And yes. it's like... I actually did, and it just it just made sense. It just worked. Mm-hmm. No, like, I, 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 I have. I actually don't have anything bad to say about this game. I don't think I do either. And I know we were talking about expectations. It's a little short. It's short, sure. But imagine, oh man, playing this game with two people would be such a blast. Because mm. I don't think they. I think it would be easier because I don't think they had changed. Like I don't think I, it's probably not balanced. So I'm going to guess it's just easier with two, two people because it splits the fire and then you're doing double damage effectively. Yep. Uh, but you can both focus on your own side of the screen. Yeah, I have too. actually played it a little bit. Uh, this is not my first time playing this game, but it's my first time finishing it. Ah, OK. Um, Some years back, I played like a couple of stages with my brother. Oh, cool. I will say that the the two player experience is easier but it is one of those things where it's like it is much harder to keep track of everything because there's a lot more spam on the screen Mm, sure sure so it's harder to tell like normally it's like okay what's coming from me and what's coming from enemies okay and it's pretty easy to see what that is but with two players like what's coming from me and what's coming from them and what's coming from enemies Mm-hmm. And also, like, whoops, you dodged out of the way of a bullet that was meant for you into the way of a bullet <laughs> meant for the per- the person you're playing with. Yeah. So, like, there's, generally speaking, you can kind of, um, once you get a feel for the game, you can kind of tell where shots are going to go and where you need to be. And it's like, okay, they're about to shoot. Get out of the way. Right. To get out yeah. of this spot, because I know the bullets are coming at me, you, so you I can need shoot to dodge the bullets, out of the way. You can. But it's like <laughs> No, I, I know what you're saying. I do know. When what you're the other when might... the other person's playing, some of the bullets are going to them, and there's no real way to tell where they're gonna be until it happens. So sometimes you just instinctively dodge out of the way of something 
but you're actually dodging into the way because it was heading to the other player and whoops, you went over to where they are. Mm -hmm. So there's a little bit of like added technical difficulty there, but I don't think it offsets the fact that you just have double the firepower at all times. (laughs) Right. Yeah, that seems like it would be kind of kind of awesome, actually. Yeah, it's I mean, it's it's frustrating at times, but like it's also the type of thing where like if you coordinate, oh, man, this like the sink when you know exactly what the stage looks like. That's true. If you had two people that were equally skilled. Yep. And uh, you like and you play together all the time, and you know, like you've got like assignments. Yeah. It's like you just <laughs> yeah. know which thing you're going to hit when it comes out and what your job is. <laughs> like you could really, really sync that up and, and like optimize it. Yeah, that'd be cool. The weird thing about it is that unless I am utter, utter, mm-hmm. uh, unless I am utterly mistaken, um, I don't think this game is speedrunnable. Uh, no, because each each thing is timed. Like the, yeah, and they then are, the boss comes. Yeah, they are all like in the first couple of stages. I was confused because I was like. Oh man, I'm gonna run out of time. But then I I would run out of time and all the enemies would die and then we'd like move to a new area or we'd move to the or the boss would come out or something. And I was eventually I learned like, oh. At first I thought like there was a penalty. It was like, oh, I didn't finish mm. the stage in time, so I'm not getting a I'm not getting like a time bonus on stage clear. But I really think it's actually just I, I do think it's actually just a matter of you just it's a survival game this is your yeah. survival timer of like yeah, stay and, alive and get as until... many points as you can because points mean more lives and, and right falcon cannon or whatever that but is. like progression is stay alive till the timer runs out and then you get to go on to the next part of the stage which mm-hmm. is interesting i guess it's a very light gun shooter method of going about things it's very arcadey like yeah, keep the keep the action moving along, but I don't know that I've ever seen. I don't know that I've ever seen it presented in in a way where like running the timer out is the objective. Like, uh, you know, like oh, yeah, that's, that's true. It's really just you know what's weird. I didn't even pick up on that until later because I was just having so much fun shooting stuff. Yeah, it, it was probably two or three stages in, which that I noticed it, which doesn't sound like a lot, but that's half the game. <laughs> but yeah I, I it was it was probably in the latter half of the game that i really actually figured out that the timer running out was actually how we get to the end of it and it's i even still i was like okay so running the timer out advances the game but is that good or like am i being like am i losing out on points or a bonus or something because it's like oh you didn't beat all the enemies like, it seems like you should be able to advance by either beating all of the enemies or by running out the time. Yeah, because that's what I thought it was. I thought it was like, oh, I'm killing enough enemies to progress. And I was like, oh, wait, no, I'm just surviving. Yeah. And I, <laughs> but... like, I, I feel like I realized I was wrong about, like, beating enough enemies to progress because I had one stage where I think I used a bomb late or something or I just had, like, the, you know, like, I had, like, a really good weapon and everything was just kind of going down. Um... And then there was like five, the last five seconds on the timer were just dead. We're just dead time. <laughs> we're like, there wasn't really anything that spawned. Yeah, you're just kind of like, so oh, I was just okay. kind of standing there, like waiting for something to happen. And it's like, oh, 
yeah, no, we're just here to run out the time. Like that's mm-hmm. it is literally stay alive until timer go down. That's how you do. That's what the video game is. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I they they made a they made a they rebooted it or something. Yeah, there's the, a the game. Is that correct? Yeah, there's a new Wild Guns rearmed or something. Yeah, yeah, that sounds re- rearmed or reloaded or might be reloaded. Rearmed re- is by re- something. Um, I have no idea what that's like, but it was. I, I heard that. Wild Guns. <laughs> I'll find it. Okay. Keep going. Well, I was just gonna say that it, the the. The, the game had enough of a following that people were like, you know what? Let's, uh, oh, then again, of course, it was Natsume in the future, which I don't know if they have much left to go on. So they were just <laughs> digging yeah. up any of their old stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm not it is sure. reloaded. It was reloaded. Oh, OK. But the I would I would if it's if it plays the same as the original, I bet you that would be really fun to play, too. I kind of like. I kind of want to play it. I'm not going to lie. I, I I heard good things. Um, you could be a dog on a robot. You could do that in uh, in uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon too. True. That's true. That's just a that's that's just a thing that we've accepted as being normal now. This is a four player game reloaded. What? Oh, that sounds like a disaster. <laughs> that sounds absolutely insane. Like I, it was it was hard to keep track of things with two. I can't like. There's barely enough screen space for four. Yeah, this looks nuts. I think it's the exact same game with more characters. Maybe there maybe are apparently stage new stages with with new bosses. Oh, that's what I was about to say. Is that it seems like it's the same game, but with new with with probably a few new stages and stuff. Yep, that's cool. That is pretty cool. You know what's funny is the apparently the names were suggested by the the american offices of natsume yeah that sounds right yeah some, some clint, clint and annie and some annie oakley yeah yeah eastwood and oakley they yeah. should have just called them eastwood and oakley but they, but then they then they would just be doing wait did natsume make scat who who did scat yeah i believe that was them oh we've, we've played natsume games a couple of times before i can't search scat jesus christ <laughs> I mean, you could probably if you throw uh, if you throw the periods in there. I and put the periods in it. it. Yeah, it was it and was maybe NES. Yeah, um, or I you just... can do specialized cybernetic attack team. <laughs> yeah, that was Natsume too. Okay, thank you, thank you, Natsume US. I'm sure that they were they they helped with the names also for <laughs> yep. for that. Yeah, because that was like Arnold and Sigourney, wasn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So they they yeah they're just doing it. <laughs> just like we'll just use the name for this for this popular character in this genre <laughs> and everyone will just know what we're talking about in this case like at the very least they're original characters oh in, true. in scat it was just like oh we've actually just modeled these characters and then changed one minor detail and then used the same name we we modeled them legally it. distinct arnold thankfully it was the nes so they could they actually could have been like whatever yeah (laughs) what do you mean modeled it it's just it's like 50 pixels (laughs) it's a large man with a crew cut yeah get off me oh my god i've got nothing else to say about wild guns it was great i was about to enjoy every second of it and like that's (laughs) 
like, the, okay, like, there is one thing. The sound design, I don't remember any of the music, but I remember the music being good. That's how I feel about it. Um, I was like, actually just going to say, do you remember a music from a stage? I think, I feel like the train had different music, but that may be because the stage was way different because it didn't really do the segmenting thing. It just kind of was yeah. one long train segment. Yeah. Um, oh, the, the segmenting is like different things pull up in the background, but you don't really yeah. move. So, which is a cool, which is an interesting way to do it and makes sense because you're on a train, you're already moving. Yeah. Yeah. So like everything else coming up to you would be, you know, is, is more appropriate for that. Um, God, I'd like some of the, uh, some of the, the enemy animations, mm-hmm. like fantastic. Well, I, that's when, when I realized it was three people, I guess it's technically five cause they added an extra, um, sound person and an extra, uh, programmer i think yeah, yeah artist i'm not sure it's a super small team regardless even for that era yeah well and apparent and it was the the amount of time they had to work on it also impressive when you think mm-hmm. about it so it's it's yeah no know, absolutely cannot... like absolutely outstanding oh no, it was only one artist one graphic design two programmers two then they added the, they added one extra programmer and one extra sound person so right all of the art the game just looks good like i it does. I, it sounds good. Absolutely. It looks good. It plays well. I'm. I'm. The sound reminds me of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game for Super Nintendo. I have never played that. Would you like to? It's pretty okay. I am not as, a big as beat 'em ups Morphin, go uh, fan, but I would think about it. I'm not going to push super hard for it. It's a. It's one of those like near and dear to my childhood games but like uh, all right. not but it's, something it's a that yeah well, I'm, I'm always down for a beat-em-up yeah it's a it is a it is a surprisingly solid beat-em-up for the uh considering the you know source material yeah no I, I was it was it was just i was never a big fan of power rangers i don't know why um i was like i, I was like really big into it in first gen Sure. Like the like the original series. Dumb fun. Yeah. So I was like I was I'm looking at a video. This looks nice. I was pretty into it in the uh in, you know, when I was like ten or eleven when the first series was out, and Mm -hmm. you know, have not kept up with it, but like that I will continue to stand for that game because that game is it's in that it is in that uh department of like mediocre to above average but way better than it has any right to be sure and a lot of the uh the explosion sound effects in particular reminded are like reminded me of or the explosion in wild guns reminded me of the explosions in that it's like the exact same sound effect in in good conscience i couldn't i couldn't play a mighty morphin game on the podcast without also playing a ninja turtles game <laughs> i'd be down <laughs> i uh i have to admit i've Everyone like marks out about Turtles in Time. Yeah, the Super Nintendo one. Yeah. Um I think I I've not actually played that one. I think I played the um I played like a, a No, I played like a remastered or remade version of it for um, like Xbox Live Arcade yes. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um Hyperstone Heist was the Genesis equivalent. That's why I thought mm, maybe that's what it was. Maybe I played that at one point. I don't know. Um Turtles in Time is probably the I don't know, man. It might be the best beat em up on Super Nintendo. It's so good. It has a lot of it has a lot of competition there. 
it really does. That's why I'm hesitating. For, but like, I guess it's, for it's me, definitely deserves to be in the discussion. It's yeah, it's, it's like my childhood beat yeah. up game. Mm-hmm. That and Streets of Rage were like the two games I remember playing just way too much of. Yeah. There's a new Turtles game coming out, actually. Did you know that? I heard about that, and it's made by the... Um, oh, God, is it the... I want to say it's the Streets of Rage, the Streets of Rage 4 people. Yeah, it is. It's the that that company. And the, Which is a good sign. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the art looks fantastic. I'm, I'm digging it. What is this? What it is? This is so cool. Yeah, I would totally. We should. We should do it. We should do a little. Uh, we can do some. We can do some brawling. You know, I have to admit. I. I think whenever we can hang out in person one day, I am. Two, I am one shot so towards fun. doing that. That's true. The, these. These kind of games, I think, are way more fun to play with somebody else. Sure. Than by yourself, we could do like a brawler arc where we where we just play a couple of brawlers together and then chat about them on a podcast or or over a couple of different weeks or whatever it doesn't really matter that would be you, we haven't done like a we haven't done like well no that's not true we did like a christmas themed month mm-hmm. in december so we could we could totally do a we could do like a brawler month that'd be sick that'd be fun i think i did Wait. that just last year on the on the gamepedia stream i did like a punch month you did that's right yeah where it was like all punch themed games side scrolling beat em ups were my were uh, some of my like my favorite genre of games, I think, as as a kid. Yeah, they're just they're I like I was always a huge fan of them. They're just simple fun. It's just simple fun, and anybody can play it. Like as long as you are comfortable holding a controller, you can play it co op with somebody. Yeah, like, I, I like that absolutely. So the moral of the story is: Wild Guns is great. Wild Guns is great. Play play Wild Guns. Play if, Wild if Guns. You if you it's... have Switch Online, you could just play Wild Guns. Just play it. Even if, even if you cheat the whole way through, it's going to be a good time. Yeah, it was great. It was a great time. Like, so, I, I have, I have like, I literally, I'm trying to think of something to criticize, and I just had, like, a pure good time with it. The, yeah. Like, the only thing this is that, expectations. like, <laughs> I was, no, I actually had high expectations coming in because I'd played it before. Oh, you've already, that's right. I forgot. But just, like, actually sitting down and going through the whole thing, like, it takes a little, I'd say it takes a little bit of time to get used to the whole, like, when you jump versus when you dodge roll versus when you, Yes, like, I actually looked at a controller map and because, like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> yeah, there's, but, so like. there is, there is a little bit of confusion there in the beginning. It uses, it only uses, like, two, well, basically two, mostly three buttons. Because um, you've got your bomb button, you've got your shot button, and then you've got your. Your jump button, which is also your dodge roll button, so I would call it the movement button. Mm-hmm. And then the D-pad. And then that leaves three unused buttons on the controller that could be doing something. Yeah, and it's I would, not like we're it's not like we're using, you know, the the <laughs> the uh the dual shock version of the, the PlayStation controller. Like these were buttons that were on the on the controller yeah. all the time. <laughs> using L and R for did you ever hit the trigger buttons to see if they did anything? L and R, yeah. They don't. They don't do nothing, right? I don't. I don't remember them doing anything. Because I, I was just. I, I was just thinking, like, melee somebody, but I don't think L and R does anything. I was thinking, like, using L and R for dodge rolls left and right would be really good. No, I think the the Y button does like seven things. It really button. does. <laughs> We didn't even talk about the person who comes into the foreground that you have to hit with a bat or whatever. 
Yeah, yeah, I think it's the butt of your gun, but it totally looks like you 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 whack it with like an axe or a baseball bat or yep. something weird. Yeah. Um, and if you're shooting, you have to stop shooting and then press the button. Yeah, which there is like a weird beat in there that like is not always super obvious. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, there's one one or two times where I rewound time because I didn't like. There, I, I, I thought I was melee, or I was going to melee, but I just ended up shooting again because he wasn't quite in front of me enough where I would do the melee action. Right. So I got hit, and I was like, "No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking that today." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's like, there's a couple of moments in there that feel bad just because, like, they it's use- mostly because you don't understand how the it doesn't you don't understand how the controls work yet. Yeah. Which is why it gets better and better and better the more you play, because the controls do work. They just take a little bit of time to learn. Mm-hmm. And like, it's again, this game should not work. No, it, and on paper, it, it, I don't know how they I don't even know how how they were like, yeah, let's do this. I mean, I guess if it was based on other games that they've seen, then the the question is, is who is the first person to do something like this? Because <laughs> it works. It works yeah. way too well for for given given the restrictions of the controller, given the restrictions of everything, the small team, the short time frame, the budget constraints mm-hmm. like and they just make this like genre busting game that like isn't really like anything else that I can think of. I mean, apparently they they base it off of other stuff, but like, I guess I've we're gonna have to look at Dynamite never, Duke. Yeah, I've never even <laughs> I am not looking at Dynamite Duke. Well, I I will look at it. <laughs> I didn't say I'm going to play it. But I'll like I'll see if it's like the same style of game. Yeah. I just mean I don't want to look at the box art. <laughs> no. Get get away from me, Dynamite Duke. Play Wild Guns. Definitely. Oh wait, wait. What 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 are we, am I playing Kirby next week? Do you want to play Kirby next week? Yeah, I, said, I I'm a, I'm not gonna lie. I put it on my schedule, so like, <laughs> okay, then we're, Kirby it is. Kirby's I air, mean, no, not air ride. Jesus, uh, dream course, uh, dream course. I just saw it in the in the Switch Online thing uh, when I fired up Wild Guns last week, and I was like, oh yeah, that game's that game's real good, and yeah, it's just I, sitting here. I've never played it. I mean, that's not true. I played a tiny bit, but that's about it. Like, you like, like uh, talking, you like golf games, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. we're, we're talking. I played it less than less than five or ten minutes. Okay, yeah, no, that doesn't count. No. <laughs> um, let me know when you're going to play it. There are things the game doesn't tell you oh, okay. that make the game better if you know them. And really? I know this from watching a bunch of Let's Plays fire it up and not know what's going on. And I just like it's frustrating because it's like, no, 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 this is a thing that you can do. Like, this frustrating thing that you're going through has a solution. Oh, Press that's, that's... the other button. Oh, okay, yeah, I definitely want to know that. That sounds... That so, sounds let nice. me let me know when you're gonna... When you're gonna... It's... It is very short, just like, there's one thing where it's like, there's a button that can give you, like, a boost. Mm-hmm. And then there's a button that is, use the Kirby power. <laughs> okay. And, like... And then there's a whole thing with, like, lining up your shot and everything. Um... That is kind of essential to the game, mm-hmm. but is not well explained by the game itself at all. So 
I I want to I want to help you to learn those things beforehand. Yeah, because that will make that will make it a more pleasant experience for you. Yeah, I, I definitely want to uh, have a good time. <laughs> so yeah, I I want you to t- as well because this is this is a game that I actually care about you liking. Right. Yeah, I and know, it's that's... okay if you don't. Oh, I know. But I, like, I, I would I be want very like surprised it. if I don't like it just based on the tiny bit that I've played it. But maybe it won't have like a since there's no nostalgia here, I might not have like that. Oh, yeah, I totally loved it all the way to the end. Do you know what right, I mean? Right, right, Who right. knows? I have no idea. Fair. Yeah. Only time will tell until until I guess like seven days. It's not even that much time. <laughs> I mean, we'll probably record less than that, if I'm being honest. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> we'll By see. A few hours. <laughs> we'll see. This is this is probably the latest that we No, I mean, we've done it this late before. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. This is also like we're we're, we're creeping up on um, Lord of the Rings three ending here. <laughs> like this is this is some we're, we're done. Just kidding. <laughs> Play Wild Guns. Yes.